Are you seeking a better way to accelerate your sales, to scale your business, to live a life with no limits? Accelerate Sales Podcast features global experts who have cracked the code to recurring revenues with proven sales systems and get you on the fast track to scaling. Now let's accelerate your sales with today's episode. Welcome to the Accelerate Sales Podcast. So you're going to learn three key things from today. One is how to sync data from your sales CRM into your marketing CRM with no code, which sounds wonderful. The second is why data enrichment is so important. There's some great examples of that. And then a brilliant way of working out how they plan to build their next integrations. Uh, it's wonderful, but it's something you can take and apply to your business, and I certainly will. Uh, so once again, welcome to Accelerate Sales Podcast. If you're a first-time listener, please if you love it, subscribe. And if you're a regular, always welcome those reviews wherever they are. Uh, iTunes is uh, also much appreciated. Uh, I'll take, uh, you'll, you'll probably take notes. There's plenty of great notes here. We always have the links in the show notes. And you'll notice me look down from time to time. So that's to take notes because there's lots of great value that our guest gives today. And also you can get the full transcript if you go to paulhigginsmentoring.com and you can just follow through to the podcast and you'll find it there. I'd also quickly like to thank our sponsors. The first is the Cloud Consultants Collective. It's a free Slack community where peers are helping each other scale. You can go to paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash CCC. And the other is Leadjet. If you're tired of manually moving data from LinkedIn to your sales CRM, well, leadjet.io solves that. Just go to paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash Leadjet to find out more. So today's guest is an ex-sales professional and head of product and co-founder of a platform called OutFunnel.com. He's on a journey to help SMB owners bring together marketing and sales data to scale their business, which is absolutely perfect for you listening now. And also, don't forget to, to listen out because there is three months, 25% off this amazing platform that Marcus Lemming mentions. And what I'll do now is hand you over to Marcus Lemming from outfunnel.com. Welcome, Marcus. Great to have you here. Excited to be here. Thanks for inviting me over, Paul. Yeah, I, I, I do feel a little guilty, as I said in the, uh, the brief conversation we had, that I've known OutFunnel for some time. I tested a little because I'm a, a mag copy user and I didn't quite get to use it fully. And uh, I think today you're going to make that a lot clearer, which will be great. But before we go into that, you know, who is your ideal client? Yeah, uh, good questions. And I hope we will make it more clear, right? I mean, <laughs> I hope I do a good job of explaining it. Um, but yeah, uh, the ideal client. So, I mean, we mostly work with SMBs. Um, and uh, by SMBs, I mean companies that usually are between like 20 to 100 employee companies. We have some one-man shows as well, and we have some bigger companies, but that's kind of where the sweet spot lands. Um, and it's, it's mostly companies who... Um, who have long sales cycles, who use CRMs to keep track of all of this, um, and who have usually more complex sales models or businesses uh, that, they, uh, that they sell so, or services. So good examples here are agencies, consultancies, um, software companies, construction, real estate, so really like those more uh, yeah, longer sales cycles. So uh, e-commerce, for example, wouldn't be a good fit, uh, whereas yeah, agency would be, a, would be a great fit. Yeah, um, well, and it's mostly marketeers and salespeople, really. Yeah, perfect. Well, you're talking the, the, the exact uh, 
right audience here. You know, we're all about cloud consultants. We're across multiple platforms. So I know there's going to be lots of value. And uh, for those companies, what problems do you solve for them? Um, yeah, so um, so you you have to take a look at like if you look at an SMB, there's two sides to the sales and marketing, right? It's the sales team and it's the marketing team. Yes, and then um, I mean the, what it really comes down to is that we live in an age of apps. There's so many apps that people use, uh, the businesses use, uh, which has been even like boosted further with uh, with uh, with COVID uh, and you know with people working from home and digitalization of small businesses, um, and then uh, which is great, right? People use the best of breed apps, uh, but then what usually happens is that um, you know all of these apps generate a lot of data. So yes. sales team uses a CRM like Copper. Uh, and they get uh, they you know generate new leads there. Um, marketing team uses a tool like Active Campaign or Mailchimp. Uh, they send out emails, uh, but then the problem is that that data doesn't really sync between those apps. So um, imagine if you're a sales rep, um, you add a new lead to your system. How does it get to the marketing team, right? Because marketing wants to market to them as well, um, and most of the time people do it manually. Um, so we actually ran a report recently as well, where I think people said that around 30% of the uh, businesses businesses that we surveyed said that they actually move data manually, which is insane, right? Yeah. Um, takes a lot of time for them. And then, um, um, and then on the other hand, it's the marketing team who sends out uh, email engagement or uh, email campaigns. Uh, but then that engagement doesn't really get back to the CRM. So sales team always asks, you know, so what's the marketing actually doing? Uh, you know, I know that they're sending emails. Who are they sending it to? Who's opening? Who's engaging with it? Um, I have no no clue as a sales rep. Um, I mean, I could log into the marketing tool, but, you know, I have other things to do. So pretty busy usually, so I don't have time to do that. Um, and then, um, uh, and they don't see the engagement. So what Outfunnel essentially does is we're that middleman, that super clue there. Um, so we sync contacts between those apps and we record engagement from the marketing tool back to the CRM. So, uh, so the sales team really sees everything in one place. Um, they see who opened an email, who filled in a form, who visited the website, and they can really focus on the leads that are uh, most likely to convert instead of kind of sending an email to everyone uh, and really calling everyone, which takes a lot of time, right? Yeah, look, and and I know we're going to dive into some specific examples because yeah. I know that, you know, I've got a couple of platforms that aren't talking as well as they should. But, you know, on uh, episode 387, I had uh, Dan McGaw, and Dan was, you know, used to be at Chris, Kiss Metrics. He was head of marketing there, and uh, he said that there's now 9,400 MarTech. Uh, so I quoted something like 8,000. So, yeah, there's so many tools, and I think this integration piece is great. And look, uh, you know, Zapier, and if you ever want to remember Zapier versus Zapier, like some people call it, it's Zapier is happier, I was told once. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so Zapier, you know, does uh, a good job, right? But I yeah. do think that, you know, something like OutFunnel is perfect. And, you know, let's talk about a case example. So, you know, I, like I said, I, I use Copper. Uh, I love Copper. We used to sell it. We sold that company to a Google partner. And my business partner went across with that, but uh, I still use it every uh, every day now. And and I've got a, a sales background, so I worked at Coca Cola for eighteen years. And I think there was one hundred and fifty sales CRMs around the globe. I worked on global projects to integrate uh, to you know minimize some of those. But yeah, I love my sales CRM. Very unusual. Uh, most people you know don't like putting data in. I probably put too much in. Yeah. That aside, uh, so you know I also use Active Campaign at the moment. We're using Zapier to sync data, but it's a bit one way. It's not. 
it's not ideal. So how can we use OutFunnel to improve that experience and help with the customer journey better than what we're doing now? Yeah, fantastic, uh, fantastic uh, question and, and use case. Um, I mean, Copper Active Campaign probably is one of the, the tunnels between the apps that uh, that is one of the most popular ones, actually, uh, because, they're, I mean, Sapir or Sapir does solve it up to a certain extent, but as you said, it's one way. It does its sync engagement, so it's kind of you only get half of the picture. Um, and our kind of product promise is that we keep contacts and the engagements in sync. So imagine a scenario where um, you, uh, you're a sales rep, you, uh, you find some new leads, um, you add them to the CRM, um, then all you need to do is, for example, tag that contact and say that, hey, this is a marketing-ready lead um, or, or something similar. And then what OutFunnel essentially does is we see that, hey, there's a new lead uh, who has that tag. And obviously, you can kind of configure that in OutFunnel. And we automatically pick that up. We sync it over to Active Campaign, and we keep it up to date. So if any details change for that contact, so let's say their, uh, I don't know, company name changes or, or something else, we immediately update that also in Active Campaign. Um, also, if, for example, at one point you don't want to uh, send marketing emails to this contact anymore, so let's say in a case where you know that this is all lead already, they really replied to you, 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 know, you don't want to send too much communication, uh, then you just remove that tag, they get removed from Active Campaign, and uh, you can pick up the conversation. And then, uh, I mean, from a marketing point of view, you basically get fed all the contacts into the system. You don't need to worry about, okay, do I need to do this export one step per week? You don't need to worry about duplicates, which is always kind of the biggest thing as well when keeping data in sync, right? Um, and then all you need to do as a marketer is just send out the email, uh, send out the newsletter, um, and all the data gets back to the, to the sales team, and they can really focus again on the leads that actually make sense for them uh, based, on, based on engagement. Right. And, and I think that's, you know, definitely disconnected at the moment. So, you know, we've actually gone back to manual because we kept getting mm. errors. So, you know, at the moment we, so in my sales CRM, uh, copper, I tag people. So mm-hmm. whether they should be, you know, target on the list, et cetera, then what list they should be on. Right. So pretty straightforward stuff, but then, uh, so, you know, manually we're doing that. So obviously we can do that now. And I, and I think from what you're saying, if I untake, if I take them off the list, in copper or also do that in active campaign, which is at the moment it's not a one way, it's a one way sync, not a two way sync. So that's, so that's brilliant. Uh, what about custom fields? So like at the moment I, I have, uh, I don't know, let's say this is a hundred different mm. um, uh, ex- expertise. So if I meet you, I'll say, okay, well, you're an expert in this, this, and this. So when I get someone and they say, hey, I need an expert in this area, or when I'm mentoring someone, I can go, oh, well, here's three people, right? So that's the way that I use it. Can that be updated into the uh, active campaign? And so, what I'm really saying is, any custom field can that also be then updated in active campaign if it's obviously set up there? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and and I mean, the good thing here is that the setup is super straightforward. So um, <clears throat> you don't need to kind of. Um, I mean, don't want to refer to Sapir or some of the others. I mean, they're amazing tools, right? Yes. They're super universal, and you Fit can get a lot of the things exactly. You can get a lot of the things done. Um, where where OutFunnel really kind of sets things apart is that you don't need to do any um, kind of custom field mappings in a way where you say that, hey, if I sync over this uh, multiple option field, I need to create an array array in the in Sapir to find the right, the right fit. We basically have built all of that into the system. So we've taken some of the most used uh, flows, like you mentioned now, that I, I tag a contact, sync them over, I untag them, unsync them. Um, 
and some other flows there. Um, and then you just set up the field mapping with all the fields you'd like, and it's ready. So the whole setup really takes like five minutes um, and, and you can get going. So yeah, right. custom fields are supported like that as well. And, and, and how do you decide which tools you're going to work with? Like I know that you do pipe drive, you do copper, you do um, others, but you know, how do you guys as a team decide which ones will you, you know, build into your platform moving forward? Yeah, I have to give credit here to my uh, to our marketing team and and my co-founder Andrus as well. So um, I think pretty early on, or like probably like two years ago, we started. Um, I mean, it's definitely it's really hard to understand uh, know like which apps to actually build next, right? So we yeah. we we have like four or five different data points that we look at. Uh, firstly, we built like 200 plus landing pages that are like computer generated, uh, where we say that um, we connect copper with TikTok, for example. And then we see how many people actually uh, sign up and show interest. So they can sign up on the spot on the landing page. They can say that, hey, I use uh, copper and TikTok. Here's the use case that I'd like to solve. And uh, boom, leave their email and submit. And then we do, uh, and then we've kind of picked up some of them more interesting uh, landing pages or apps for us. And we actually put advertising behind those as well. So instead of putting advertising money behind actually getting new signups to the product, we put it behind just collecting interest at the moment, which is uh, which works really well because we get in front of a lot of people. We really can, before dedicating development resources on building something, we can actually really quickly validate it and see how much interest there is. And then, um, so that's one of the data points, probably one of the most interesting ones. Um, but next to that, we also look at the partner itself, like how many users do they have? Yes. Um, what kind of integrations do they offer natively out of the box? How do other integrations platform platforms work with them? Um, what's the partner's willingness to actually cooperate with us? So obviously with like big players like Salesforce, it's, a, it's an app that we recently released as well. They're so big that it's more difficult to cooperate with them because obviously everyone wants to do marketing with them right um so we've also picked some tools that are a little bit smaller uh in the in the space so just recently we started uh, integrating with send in blue and you know they're super helpful and uh, and really want to actually market uh with us uh, and do things together so it's it's really great um so we there's yeah different data points that we look at to uh, to uh, to make sure that we actually find the right right app. yeah i love that landing page idea like you know off you know obviously it's been done a lot in um uh lean startup minimal viable product, et cetera, but I haven't heard it used for that specific purpose for picking which mm. platform. So uh, I think that's uh, fantastic. And um, I don't know if you can publicly disclose, but like how many users have you got currently on? Yeah, good question. So, yeah, so we're, I mean, we're pretty early in our journey still. I mean, we've been around for like three years. We have around 1,000 plus users. Um, and uh uh, and I mean, some of them uh, have been with us for like since day one. Some of them, a lot of them joined recently, right? Because every new app that we add actually increases our market size as well. Because obviously when we started, you know, we only connected like PyTry and MailChimp, very small market size. Yes. Uh, but then the main strategy thinking currently is as well that the more apps we add, uh, the bigger market that we can tap into. And then at one point, because, you know, currently we really uh, ask that CRM is one of the main tools that you use to connect this as one of the connector elements. But then uh, once we have enough tools, we can also start thinking about, okay, how can we make this more universal? How can we connect tools that we haven't connected before yet? Um, so there's there's a lot of things that we can still do there. Yeah, yeah, brilliant, brilliant. And for you, as far as um, 
you know, setting the product up? You said that it's fairly easy to set up. Is it something like for me, for example, I've got, you know, uh, Connie, who's basically my chief of staff, my right-hand person, is uh, she's got um, moderate, so let's say uh, five out of 10 technical skills. Is it something that she can do or do you need actually development experience to, to use the product? No code uh, whatsoever is, or no coding experience is, is required. Um, so really the way we built them, that's part of our, 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 our goal or mission as well is to really make it no code uh, and, uh, uh, and focus it on the marketeers and salespeople who are really on the line of defense or, or, and really working on, uh, with those tools. Uh, because obviously, um, you know, developers are hard to combine. Uh, their resources are pretty, uh, it's pretty expensive to have them around. Uh, and um, um, so you need something also that is super no code that you can simply set up with no tech experience whatsoever. And I mean, if that fails, it, I mean, people still ask for help, right? Um, so we're always on standby. We do a lot of demo calls with, uh, with our clients. We, we try to educate them as much as possible. So we try to present ourselves as the experts in this uh, app space as well, because as you said, you know, 9,000 apps, there's a lot of things to choose between. How do I know what's the right one? Um, so we try to help and educate people as well on, on that end. Yeah. And, and what are you seeing as some of the, um, you know, software that we may not be aware of that's working really well with the integrations in, uh, in SaaS, so uh, for, of, in particular sales CRMs, right? So, for example, there's a, an Australian company, it's called Trigger, so T-R-I-G-G-R, which effectively maps all the public data and then puts that into your sales CRM. So, for example, you know, if someone's using a particular tech stack, you'll know what that is, which can be, you know, very helpful. So, that's an example that I'm seeing. But what are some of the examples that you're seeing that, you know, not some of us may not have uh, heard of because we're so busy in our own platform and we're so busy serving clients that we mightn't uh, mightn't seen it yet. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, um, so if I understand, understood the question correctly, so basically what are the tools that p- salespeople and marketing people actually want to connect with their CRMs and then yeah. uh, what, yeah, what we're hot? seeing? Yeah, what's hot at the moment? What's hot? Um, I would definitely say data enrichment is still hot. I mean, it's been going around for, for a couple of years already, right? Uh, the likes of Clearbit and, and such. Uh, but um, I mean, in the age where uh, prospects get bombarded with a lot of messages, which are not personalized, are sent at the wrong time, you actually want to reach out at the exact right time, uh, hopefully with a trigger, hopefully with a, pers- a personalized message so that you actually catch them and you're very relevant uh, instead of kind of bombarding people. So really data enrichment, I think, is one of these things um, uh, that, that I've seen around. And then I guess, uh, I mean, I, I guess I'm a little bit biased here, right? But in the end, it's really something that brings them all together because there's people use a lot of those apps already. Uh, and then the main question is, how do you kind of unite data into, into one place, uh, which for most SMBs is, is the CRM, right? Yes. Um, on, on that tent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think, you know, we've got a, a, a rule in our business because we've got, we use ClickUp as our project management or our work work mm. management center, but we say so if there's anything to do with a client, if it's a client action, it actually sits in our sales CRM. And then if it's something to do with our business, so really separating that because it's so easy to lose track of, well, where are the actions? Where should I put them? Mm. Um, and and I do think that, um, you know, uh sales is is underutilized as far as campaigns right because you like you said you know active campaign is what we use but you know there's other marketing uh, programs that that um you use is there anything that you're seeing that's on the cutting edge 
of, um, you know, trying to get through that noise. So, you know, whether it's certain um, use of video or other things that you're seeing that is Mm. uh, innovative from the email uh, marketing point of view. Mm. I think one company that uh, I've I've been following for a few years now as well that had a very unique angle at the special cold outreach was indeed video, uh, but video where where it was a personalized video. So you could actually, um, I'm not sure if you've heard of Lemlist, but basically you could personalize elements in that that picture or video uh, with uh, basically merge fields so it personalized the message every single time yes. so i mean that's definitely one kind of area that we've seen more and more people used uh, using as well but at the same time i mean it's um, uh, because more and more people are using it it also gets outdated right so you again need to find something new so it, it was cutting edge at one point uh, yes. but then it it's getting outdated very quickly uh, what i think what i feel at least is coming somewhat back into the game again is calling because uh, calling, you know, had did have like a uh, down, downward slope uh, for a long time. You know, it was uh, it was more perceived as like these annoying sales calls. Yes. But now, um, I, I mean, whenever I sign up to a tool as well myself, like a software tool, uh, a lot of times they just give me a call right after the after sign up, right? Sometimes it's a little bit aggressive, but at other times I actually appreciate it because I can immediately ask my questions. Um, So I think calling is making a comeback in some shape or form. Um, But again, if it's targeted, if it's really not like uh, bluntly calling everyone, but really trigger-based calling. Yeah, yeah, great. And and have you got any integrations with, you know, whether it's Twilio or or other call-based software at the moment? We don't yet integrate with uh, calling software, um, and I'm not sure if we ever will. Maybe, hopefully. Um, the thing with the calling software is that they, uh, they, a lot of them actually integrate very well with CRMs already, because that's kind of where the sales reps usually go into, uh, or what they do, right? And then they want to have something that's tightly integrated. Um, so probably not in the near future, but you never know. Uh, maybe one day. Yeah, and 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 uh, you talked about Lemlist. The other one that we've um, used is uh, Hyperize. So uh, uh, Ian we Naylor, use that as well, by the way. Yeah, do you? Yeah, yeah. Look, it, yeah. we we found in our LinkedIn outreach that's made a massive uh, improvement in both acceptance. So we're getting about a forty yeah. percent acceptance and about a twenty five percent reply rate by simply putting a GIF or a GIF depends mm. <laughs> what you say. It's a bit like that's another one say. of those, right? Yeah, yeah correct. <laughs> uh, but but using that to um, to get a reply, and we found that that's been uh, excellent. And we use uh, mm. I don't know if you've heard of a platform. We use a platform called Expandy, where it integrates nicely into that, so it's all automated. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I think uh, you know that, like you said, combining tools, so fit uh, fit for purpose tools are obviously becoming more and more the case mm. and if you help them sink into the main engine whether it's you know salesforce pipe drive copper etc i think makes uh, absolute sense well look uh, i could talk forever on a topic like this because you can tell that i'm very excited about it. i'm very excited now to reacquaint without funnel and get that uh, going for a copper and active campaign but uh, what we'll do now is go into the sales deep dive where i'll ask you some cool. questions and just get some quick responses you ready how quick do they need to be Ah uh, well, uh, let let's say a sip of beer. <laughs> All right, no, no, your beers it. are a little bit bigger over there. <laughs> they are, they are. So we, we have more time. <laughs> Go for it. Yeah. All right. So the the first one is: What are some daily sales habits that help you to accelerate your sales? 
Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I don't do sales that much on a day-to-day basis anymore. I mean, I still speak to customers every day. But uh, uh, one thing that I think is universally helpful is, is staying curious, uh, no yes. matter what you do, uh, and really trying to understand the issue or the problem that the person has, and then taking that piece of information and turning your narrative to match that. Uh, if it does match, right? I mean, you're, yes. uh, that, and if it does, then amazing. You'll be, you're safe, right? You, you can get through the quotas. You can, you can uh, sell everything. Yeah, yeah. I think that's so great. And the next one, which is going to be probably a bit hard for you, but you know, what's one piece of tech that's essential for helping you generate sales? Whew, biased over here. Yeah. <laughs> other than our funnel, uh, other, than, other than out funnel. Um, I think for us, it's uh, yeah, it's a good question. What really accelerates our sale, sales? Mm, I think it's I think it really is data and data enrichment again. Um, I mean, we to give you an example, when we do we we do some cold outreach as well on our end, um, and then what our kind of process there is that we try to find users who already use an app that we integrate with. So for example, Copper and Active Campaign. Uh, so we use built with uh, for to find all the companies who uh, who use the certain pieces of software, and then we craft a really personalized message and and reach out based on that, um, and then uh, and that that really helps to land that message, right? So we're again it's super targeted instead of kind of going after everyone. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. And the the next one is, um, you know, what's the best source of leads for for our funnel? For us, it's definitely marketplaces. Uh, app marketplaces. That's, I mean, our playbook really is to get listed on a marketplace, train their support team for that uh, for that app, uh, get as many reviews as possible so that we climb the ramps ranks. And um, so I think Pipedrive we're we're the top rated uh, app for uh, for three years already. Uh, and then we most of the people find us through that uh, and then uh, start using it. Uh, and the second one is probably communities. Um, so again, that's where the education role comes into play. Uh, so we usually try to go to as many communities as possible that surround a certain app. And again, we help. We just help people out. Uh, whatever help they need, we help them out, even if it's not related to OutFunnel at all. Uh, but we build our rep there. And at one point, when the time is right, we can always bring in OutFunnel into play when it makes sense. Yeah, Brent. And uh... The last question is the big question. That's why I leave it to the end. You know, what's one action we can take from today to accelerate our sales? Uh, remove data silos. And if I'd have to be less biased, I would say automate things. Uh, automate processes, automate as much as possible. But there's a, there's a caveat there. Uh, don't automate, automate it right away. Automate it only after you've done it through manually, because otherwise you don't know what to expect, what happens, what are the edge cases. Um, we did a lot of things manually at OutFunnel at first. Uh, we've wrote, written a couple of blog pieces about this as well, where we tried did everything manually at first. Things grew out of hand. We automated it, and then uh, we have full control of the system like that. Yeah, to- totally agree, and uh, definitely been uh, bitten too many times of, of uh, trying to automate or make mm. it overly complicated first. So uh, I, t- I totally agree, and uh, you know we've all heard the great story around Airbnb where they did you know what wasn't scalable first, and then mm. from there it, it, it travelled. So uh, yeah, I agree. Well, uh, look, it's been brilliant having you on. So I know you've got a couple of awesome free resources. One of them is uh, if you go to outfunnel.com forward slash revenue dash marketing dash report is uh, 
that there, that asset, and we'll have all of the links in the show notes uh, that have been mentioned. And also, uh, you've been very generous and uh, have given a 25% off for three months for anyone that takes up OutFunnel. And uh, you can go to uh, outfunnel.com forward slash ASP to get that. So, uh, yeah, look, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on, Marcus. I'm, I'm, I must admit, I'm a bit selfish in this interview because I really want to improve our syncing of data between sales and marketing. So I think you've given me a brilliant uh, use case to go and implement now. So uh, Connie and the team, uh, beware, this is coming your way. But uh, also I think for <laughs> For a lot of you know, you cloud consultants that are that are listening and watching now, you know, you often you know, it's the old plumber with a leaky tap that you spend so much time setting up everyone else's system that you don't always set up yours uh, as well as it could be. So I think you know, do it manual like you're probably doing now, but then use automation uh, and uh, try out out funnels. So Marcus, absolutely brilliant having you on today. Thank you so much, Paul. Thanks for having me over. I hope you really enjoyed that interview with Marcus. I certainly did. And you can tell that I've got lots of copper and active campaign holes to fill. And you can try the product yourself. Uh, you can get uh, three months, 25% off if you just go to OutFunnel. So outfunnel.com forward slash ASP. Once again, the links will be in the show notes. And uh, why don't you share some of the learnings that you took from Marcus and mention him on socials. He would love that. And uh, I'm sure that he'll reply back to you, which will get you uh, great exposure as well. And uh, there is the the summary on paulhigginsmentoring.com. And you can also ask for the full transcript. If uh, you've got some gaps in your notes, you can uh, go there. And uh, why not, you know, if you've got one, 10, I don't know, you've probably got lots of people that are looking for this uh, you know, sync between data because Zappy is great, but it may not be filling all the gaps. Certainly isn't for me. You can uh, go and you know find out more, but why don't you share it with others so that they really enjoy it and you can be a rock star to them. Uh, check out some of our solo shows where I talk specifically to cloud consultants and how you can scale your business. And there's also that free Slack community, which is the cloud collective and you can go to paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash ccc for that and finally please take action to accelerate your sales i'm fired up after today's episode what about you but hey before you go learning is just one piece of the puzzle now it's time to put today's strategy into action head over now to today's show page at paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash podcast and share how you'll put it into action Be sure to head over to your favorite podcast platform and subscribe, rate, and review the show. Tell me what your favorite episode is. And don't wait one minute more to gain access to your pulse check at paulhigginsmentoring.com. This could be the difference between struggling to get more leads and making this next quarter your best one yet.